The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You hear that music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Happy 2012. Got the big fella in the studios with me, Ike Griffith, the Spartan. I got to give up them props to my man. <laughs> I think they represent the Big Ten well. Yes, sir. I turned the game off a little bit early, but Ike tells me after three overtimes, they got it done. Got it done. That's all that matters. All they count is W's and L's. And they walked away with a W. How you feel about that, Big Phil? Oh, I feel good because actually I thought that, uh, you know, I was in uh, L.A. this past weekend and I had to take a lot of abuse from the uh, Wisconsin Badgers, uh, you know which that. I ran into a ton of. And uh, it, they made fun of me because I was staying in uh, the same hotel that a lot of them were in and they made the comment, uh, what did you do, big guy? Book your reservations uh, kind of on an assumptive win. <laughs> What are you doing here when the Spartans are in Florida? So uh, I'm glad we pulled that out. Yeah, and, and it, it was necessary. I mean, because any time the Big Ten can can, can do well and, and win, because, you know, we catch a, a lot of unfair criticism in terms of the athletic ability of those who come out of the Big Ten. I mean, uh, the bottom line is, listen, Big Ten put out a lot of ball players, serious ball players, and, and, and we contribute when we get to the league. We don't play around. So um, it's interesting. Um, Big Ten SEC. Uh, that scared me in the beginning because... Don't be scared. Well, you know, always, we haven't won a bowl game in like five, six years. I understand. So it was kind of scary. Against the SEC, it was scary. You know, yeah, okay. It was scary, so immediately Georgia steps out to a 2-0 uh, lead, and now I'm scratching my head. Yeah. Of course, I got a little De Niro riding on the game, greenbacks, molas, whatever you want to call it. So now I'm getting a little hot. Game goes on and on and on, and all of a sudden I remember my Spartans heat up in the second half. Defensively, they came out. But, man, oh, man, early on, SEC, Big Ten, it was some hitting going yeah, on, not baby. Not how you start, but how you finish, baby. Always. Bottom line, y'all got that done. So, you know, shout out to the boys up there. At, uh, at Michigan State and, uh, you know, for re- just representing the Big Ten. But again, quality game. The bottom line is I always want to see a quality game. Yeah. And if you tell them it was three overtimes, that's a quality football game. People got their money's worth. And it, there was a lot of bowl game. Now, I, I, I'm going to have to say this. I'm going to step up and put it like this. The BCS. Yeah. Okay, listen. If you're going to have three or four big-time games, I don't care if it's the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, and the championship game. But listen, there's some, there, you know, for the sake of tradition, there's some tradition that is invaluable. It's priceless. Granddaddy of them all, New Year's Day, 
January 1, come on now. You know what that game is. Let's do that. Let's do the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. I don't care. Listen, if the NFL happens to have a game on that day and they want to go head-to-head with us, that's okay. That's the granddaddy of them all. Uh Play the Rose Bowl on January 1. Play the Sugar Bowl on January 1. Play the Orange Bowl that night. January one. Ooh, you're That's, walking on. Come on, you're walking on sacred ground it's called something that, NFL territory. But, but, the NFL, but the NFL, what the NFL did to see the NFL play Big Brother and what they did, they just pushed you out the way. Mm-hmm. Because back in the day, the NFL had nothing to do with New Year's Day, nothing to do at all. You know, sometimes you get a little Pac-Man in there, get a little greedy. You know, trying to eat it all up. You know, <laughs> don't do that. You know. Make them step back and show you a little bit of props and just hold firm because, you know, I think if you look at the greater majority of people, I think you have a lot. You probably got a lot more college fans than you do pro fans for the simple reason is not everybody, you know, makes it to the pro level. Not everybody likes the pro game, but a lot of people that go to college. And so because of the fact that they go to college, they support their alma maters. And there's that tradition there that rose Bowl parade is on New Year's Day. The game's supposed to follow. The game ain't supposed to be a couple <laughs> days later. You're supposed to wake up and you're supposed to know that the Rose Bowl parade is going to be on. And then the game is going to be on later that day. So I, I just think, listen, I think this, you know, money can't be. See, now you're letting everybody know it's all about money. Yes, sir. And it can't always it. be about money. It's all about it can't the be dinero. about. You know, sometimes there's got to be some tradition. If you're gonna pass it on to the players and ask us to be role models, you know, and and to come on, why can't you do the same? Don't ask us to do something that you're not willing to do, and that is don't always put money first. So let's do this. Let's go back and see if we can push, because I'm telling you, right now the average person is asking. Well, when is the Rose Bowl on? Well, when is the Fiesta Bowl on? Well, when is the Sugar Bowl on? Well, when is the you didn't you never had to ask that before. When you and I were in school, Ike, Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl was it. We know and we knew what day it was on. January one. That's it. Sugar Bowl. We know it was on. Championship game. Orange Bowl was on that night. Bottom line. You knew at the end of that night who was going to be shaking out to be number one. Yeah, but see, and and that was all happening on that day. You know, now that you do have a championship game, okay, because that's new, a championship game is new. It really hasn't established any tradition as it relates to when the game is going to be played. Hell, you know. I still get confused. You you, you don't know which one's a championship game. I mean, right now, we still got a championship game coming up. For national championship, that's right, of college. We still got that one coming. It's still coming up. (laughs) But see, that's okay, because again, the tradition of the game itself doesn't, does, it's not centered around a day, but the Rose Bowl was a day. The Sugar Bowl, the Orange Bowl. It was a. It was January one. But always. remember, Ray, too. It used to be Rose Bowl, Peach Bowl. All of a sudden, corporate America came in, and it was the Chick Fil A Bowl. Well, I, I, well, here the, the, the name, Bowl. the naming rights. I don't mind that because that. Okay, you do need to make some money. I don't mind that. But I think it's, it's losing a lot of its viewers because you don't know when the games are on. I mean, you really don't know. They, they, I think they do. And I'm not even saying they do a great job of promoting the day that the game is on. Uh-huh. And because there's so many of them. There you go. There's so many of them. And, and I, but let me say this, too. I think that the young men that are playing the game today. Stop. Stop. I think if they need a reward, 
uh, let me ask you, are, are the bowl games being watered down because there's so many? Anytime a 6-6 six and six team goes to a bowl game, we got us a big problem. Is that even a bowl game? Well, that's it, what they, they call it. They playing in it. But but is there is there an so the incentive is that you're now asking people just to be subpar, just just get above 500 and you can make a bowl game. Uh, no, it's going back to that 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 awful statement you just made. We have to reward mediocrity. We can't we we see we're lowering the standards. Yeah, well. We're lowering the standards. Uh-huh. But and, and Remember, I, I mean, if you didn't win the Big Ten, you didn't go to a bowl game after that. Well, after a while, you're right. Then, then they created all these other bowls, and then, then the second, third place teams got a chance to go to a bowl right. game. But remember, man, if you didn't win at all, Big Ray, there was well, you no didn't bowl go to game. the Rose Bowl. There was a Sugar Bowl. There was a Sugar Bowl and the Orange Bowl. A, a second, third place might get yeah. get a second, get a, a semi major. Third would get one of those. If bowls. you're doing, if you're <laughs> doing well, because you were a Big Ten school, chances are the second place Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan always, State. always. Okay. Let, let, let's say Ohio State, Michigan, we're going to always. Play. We're going to keep be honest about yeah. this. And then the chance of, of, of one of our third place teams did well, you know. And let's say they only lost maybe three games. You get a shot. Then, yeah, but I can I can understand if you got if you're eight and three, I can see you getting a bowl game. But, but six and six. I don't Ray. agree. I don't agree. Six ag- and six. I don't, I don't agree with that. I really don't agree with that. So so I think what's happening is, I think that they need to stop. They need to take a take a look at this thing. I think it's getting out of hand. I think perhaps maybe, and I don't know because the standards have been set that six or seven wins will get you into a bowl game. So I, what does that do? What does that do in the beginning of the year? What am I thinking of? The mindset is just win six or seven games. Bingo. Just all you need to do is six or seven games because you're gonna get some more money, and and that's not it. They, they, they those those bowl standards should increase, and so that people watching these games should be watching teams that are fairly competitive and perhaps maybe we're in the hunt for maybe a national championship or a championship within their conference. But I do I'm with you, Ike. I do not like this six and six, seven and seven or I don't even want to watch seven. it. But, no, no. I mean the reward for what? Because quiet as it's And they do get nice rewards. Get, <laughs> you get nice stuff when you go to those bowl games. Real nice perks. So I I don't know. I get again it's, it's for me when you start off a season, the ultimate goal, you want to win one game at a time. If you win one game at a time, you finish the season undefeated. Oh, yeah. So maybe you don't want to say we want to go undefeated, but you want to say we want to win one game at a time. And, and win our conference and win, and win our conference. But, 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 but one game at a time. And if we win them one game at a time and we win them all, we're going to win our conference. And we're probably going to win the championship. And then we're going to get to a bowl. And, pro- you know, if we win that Major. one game, then, then we're going to win it. Mm-hmm. But, I, again, it's just something where I'm looking at these young men. And it's like a bowl, you know. What bowl did you go? And, and give me just the wildest name for a bowl that you've heard. Well, right now I'm going to go with things like Chick Fil A and, and and those bowls because, again, remember the good old days when it was the Peach Bowl and the Alamo Bowl, and 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 all of a sudden all of the corporate sponsorship jumped in. But so immediately I look at things like the. Chick-fil-A bowl and, and things like that where now it's just a corporate sponsored bowl. But again, Ray, I'm going to take it to this step. It, it, for the seniors, it is one more freaking audition that maybe, maybe it gets them invited to that East-West Shrine, that North-South game. That's the only thing. Okay? That's, the, that's the only thing I think you and I will agree on it. When it comes to an additional game, that's a job interview. So I'm for that part of it. 
But let's let's not even call it bowl game. Right. <laughs> you know, let's 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 acknowledge the relationship you have with the National Football League. And, you know, let's call them job interview bowls. You know, <laughs> let's let's do so because that's what it is. The scouts just want to get a, another chance another to see shot? you play uh, against perhaps maybe another team out of your conference, which for one or the other might Enhance the 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 amount of talent that you're playing against. This is going to be a better talent. We're going to let's see what he d- looks like when he's playing against somebody from the SEC. Mm-hmm. We heard he's good, but but can he really you know can he drop step and get back and lower his hips and make that block with cat coming around the corner, an uh, inch off the ground? You know we need to see that. So let's let's do that because we got a couple uh games of which already that the young men are playing in and and that's these you know senior bowl games you know we got some other east west you know, shrine, east west shrine that's your big baby know. yeah so you know maybe let's do that i don't know that but i, I just don't want to call them bowl games cuz that's listen so I, take the reward out there yeah, that's what take the reward out don't reward them you know if you're going to grind it out earn it give me that 8 and 3 how about a 7 and 4 listen, when i walk deal? down the street and i meet somebody say hey you playing a bowl game i say hey i play in a bowl game you know, and it's not just because it's me. I'm going to run down Gator Bowl, <laughs> Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Rose, Rose Bowl. Bowl, Rose Bowl. Okay, that's he going to tell me he played in a one you don't tell us about years from now. Oh, you just listen, a freaking listen, elitist, man, Ray I, Ellis. Listen, no, man, I could go back to, uh, oh, man, we can go way back you in the day when the helmets was leather. And the guys can still say to you, well, I played in the Rose Bowl. And it meant something, right? The Rose Bowl. <laughs> you know, but the Meineke Bowl, what is the Meineke Bowl? I don't even know what comes after. What is the Meineke hey, Bowl? Hey, listen, you get some great handouts, and if you ever need a new muffler. You get some tires and yeah, some mufflers. Yeah. I want to think, oh, no, they get them. Hey, if anybody, <laughs> yo, bruh. Anybody out there, Meineke Bowl, if you got some tires, give a brother a call. 888-346-9144. You need a muffler voucher? <laughs> Man, come on. Come on, we can, we can flip it right here. We can, we, this is the flip show. We got a new name for this show. I can come with something new, y'all. Flip you, it, flip it. Man, you know, I can start turning the show into a flip it show. Why not, Ray? Oh, cause see them boys at Ohio State, you can't flip. You, I see. Listen, watch it now. They, you they can't. got that new show called Storage, where they go in and, and they bid on the storage lockers. Hey, how about bidding on those man, bowl bags? I, you see, see what happens. <laughs> see what happens when you bring somebody in. See what, what's going to happen if you bid on the bowl. You're going to be like the Ohio State University boys, and you're going to get suspended, and you're going to get a new coach. And we just got Urban Meyer as it is, so we I don't can't know how afford. You did that, by the way. Yeah, well, you know, about to say. Well, you know, the price was this. We say, okay, we'll let y'all play us in the bowl game. Urban won't be there. We let y'all beat us. Then Urban could be our coach. That was all, you know, all this plan. How do you think Ohio State played Florida, man, the bowl game? All right, listen, we're getting off the subject. This is Rayella Sports. We're going to talk some sports after we take a break. I got 30 seconds here, but I'm just going to go on into this break. You're listening to Rayella Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I got the Spartan with me. I Griffin with me. On the banks of the old Red Cedar. There's a school that's known to all. Bowl game music. You remember that, don't you? <laughs> Bowl game music. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Hey, uh, shout out to uh, the, the fellas back there, you know, in the engineering room, man. Uh, we got some heat going on up in the studio right here. It's hot. I mean, it's like, you know, like the heat is on. So if, if you heat? guys can help you us say out. heat? Yeah, if you can he- help us out a little bit. I know we're in Phoenix. I know it's hot. But we got heat going on coming out there. Well, we got some heat going on in the NFL. I see where the Bears just released GM Jerry Angelo. We got a firing sighting down in St. Louis. I mean, you talk about heat. Uh, the heat is on. Well, you know, the NFL, every year when it happens, you know, at the end of the season, you know, Raheem Morris was down in, in, in Tampa Bay. Bye-bye. He was there for three years. You I'm going to tell you what blew up for Raheem. Did you see him on the sideline with the stocking cap on? No, I did not see Raheem with the stocking cap. I think at that point, Raheem had the stocking cap. On. I think at that point he kind of knew maybe the right was on the wall, but when they flashed the highlight and Raheem Morris had on a stocking cap as the head man for the Tampa Bay, trying to trying to rock the wave. Well, look, look I, I think he was getting ready for the press conference afterwards, but yeah. it was straight up stocking Compton. Wow. Stocking cap. Now, what game was it? I didn't see that one. I, I, I caught the highlight, so it had to be one of these last Recently. three that they got smoked by at least 20 points. Well, you don't think it had anything to do with him sending the boy home, right? Well, I don't know. what I think when it had to do with the hood coming home. back. I, I think it had to do with, you know what, man, I'm just going to be me now, well, and I'm about to rock this stocking cap. Well. What they going to do, fire me? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I did not gotta go, gotta I, go. Did, I did not see that, but that's one of those yeah. things where I don't need to see that. Yeah. We know that that's not allowed. Rocking, you know. One one, one thing about it, I, I'm gonna give it. Listen, you know, back in the day, brothers was wearing the stocking cap. Well, no head coaches doing it. I understand that, and so the league 
couldn't stop the brothers from wearing the stocking cap. I'm going back to Billy Sims. And, you know, B- Billy then was wearing the do-rags. Well, they was wearing it all. Y- yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and so what they did, so the, so, so the league must have got together with Nike, and Nike started making the Nike caps. You know, it was the same thing about what the brothers were wearing the towels. We just cutting them. Hanford Dixon's towel went from his knee to the ground. That's right. Threw it on the back of his butt when we lined up. I can't even, I can't even get Hanford the signal. That's right. Because he got to throw his towel behind. Man, forget that towel. I'm trying to give you the damn signal. You know? And then and it so, turned into a moneymaker. And, and that's what happens. See, what happens is, I always tell people this. You have a lot of people on the football field that are characters that have character. And, and sometimes those characters, you know, bring their character to the field and it becomes a moneymaker. I mean, it, all you got to do is look at how the league promotes its game. And many times it's the character of Cruz scoring a touchdown in the end zone. You know, it's the character, you know, with somebody getting up, you know, Cam Newton, Boom. Superman. Yes. You know, you know, it, it, it's, it's the character of Billy White Shoes back in the day doing his that they promote. But it comes a time where you cross the line in terms of where the character has to stop. And and knowing that you're going a little bit too far because that's not the character we want to bring to or want to be associated with our game. We we don't want to promote certain things. And and, and I think most of us know that. And I mean, listen, Raheem Morris is a head coach in the National Football. He's one of the youngest head coaches ever in the National Football League. But he's mature enough to know that. That's beyond the line. Oh, and it didn't I, have, I, I, I it did not have the shield on it. Yeah, so it, it, it wasn't the official league stocking cap. If it was, was the Nike shield, the Tampa Bay shield, that, that would have worked. None of that. None of that. But when you got the original stocking, you know, mama, let me get that stocking. And tie that it, boy to, at tie, the top with another knot. Put it on there. Cinnamon color. That ain't going to Black. It was that, black. It was black. Not now. Gonna work. It was black. I give him that. Yeah. Not one of the team colors, is it? No, sir. Okay. So that ain't going to work. So listen, we can't, okay, can we or can we not vouch for Raheem? We, we got to let him go. Got to go, got to go. But, 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 we can't rock but it anybody, like But let me say this also. Now you're losing, is it 10 games? Your last 10 games in a row. How do you lose 10 games in a row down there in Tampa Bay with the talent that you got? Now some hit, did he lose his team? I think he lost the team, and I'm going to go back a step further. When uh, your quarterback cannot perform the way he did last year at, at a high level, of course, injuries, little things uh, kind of get you going. But a lot of talk that he inherited the job a little early, a little earlier than anticipated. And I'm tending to agree. Again, I go back to just simple little things. When you're starting to lose in the NFL your last four or five games by uh, an average score of 20 points or more, uh, two of the last five not even scoring a point, I believe, uh, really puts you in harm's way for the following season if you want to go back. And then here's the biggest catch. you know, When the stands start to be half full to uh, a quarter full uh, by the last game, you can pretty much tell that the writing's on the wall. Got to get a new look, new face. Well, you know, Tampa Bay has been one of those teams that, you know, for whatever reason, you know, have never really been consistently good. So the expectation, you know, going in there, if there was any, is based upon what, what he had done. He, he had brought kind of new breath into the team. The expectation with, with, with Josh as a quarterback, yeah. you know, look, Josh being a hell of a competitor too, looked like they had something going there. 
and it, the bottom just kind of fell out because I think they may have started off the season, you know, pretty damn good. And, and it ended last year pretty good That's on right. the fact that they were they threw it on Josh's back. And this year, I think they didn't. I think they took a lot of it and went back to a management game. I don't know if that's because his throwing hand was injured most of the season. Uh, you can't whip the ball with a bad thumb, that's for sure. But then it comes back to everything else, Ray Ray. You know this. If you can't play defense, you can't win in the NFL. Okay, now you mentioned throwing the ball with a bad hand. I'm glad that's that's a good segue to go right to where I'm going. Because there's somebody else, and, 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 and the owner has stepped up and said, I'm going to take a little bit of this. But Tony Romo had a bad hand. Man. Tony Romo had a bad hand. And Tony, but listen, but but all you got to do, all you got to do is win, baby. Just win. And destiny is in your hands. Tony had a bad hand. Should Tony Romo have played that game? Do you, was it, I'm not going to say it was Tony's fault. But I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm, I will say, like, we had this conversation with me, you, and Fish in here. And many times... You said this. You said the franchise. You asked me about the franchise. I said Larry Fitzgerald. You said that's the problem. Whenever the franchise is the wide receiver, then you got a problem. But I'm going to put it to you like this. Because I'm going to get into some Tim Tebow stuff, too, because I like to bring Tim into this conversation. Mm -hmm. Because you got to have great wide receivers. Dallas got some good wide receivers. And Romo's got to be able to throw the ball on the money all the time when he needs to, not throwing interceptions because of the simple fact when you're behind in a game, you could have the best running back in the NFL. But your running back is not going to win that game. If you're ahead, they might be able to run the clock out. But you better have some of the best receivers in the league if you consistently play the game from behind and you got to win and you got to have a quarterback with accuracy. And I don't care if his hand is messed up, bring the Green Bay Packers in here and give me your backup quarterback. <laughs> Who knows Matt the system? Yeah, yeah, you know. You said, for so don't tell me your starter can't get it done. I, I'm not sure the Cowboys need to keep riding that Tony Romo wagon. They, it might need to park it, let it go, get a new horse, get it up, let's go. Somebody else, ha. It, it might be time. Tony can't do it. I mean, money ain't nothing to the NFL nowadays. Count your losses, let the man go. Go, go, go. Is it time for Tony Romo to go? Yeah, when you look at Tony, I mean, go back all the way to the to the the, the failed snap. And sometimes, Ray, sometimes it, it, once you go into that 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 whirlpool that takes you down. It, there's no coming back out of it. And it, you're scared. When you get close to another one, you, you, you get kind of nervous. You, you start thinking about that. It's been happening all year. Uh, that's why they're in the position that they're in. But let's go back, man. Remember how they got Tony Romo. Okay, wasn't he an undrafted yeah, 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 guy yeah, that, that just kind of fell into the right place? Let me say something. Way back in the day, my man Wes Hopkins said something to, to me one time. He was upset because we drafted somebody in the first round. Wes had never met the man in his life. But you know what? Wes didn't like the fact that he came from a losing program. He don't know how to win. He don't know how to win. That means a lot. There's a man that told me something about there's a reason why. And I, again, I was just blessed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But there's a reason why there's some kids who are at. They're not at Division One schools. They're at smaller schools. I, it may be an intangible. It may not necessarily have to be a talent thing, but it might be a character thing. But there's a reason. There's a reason why. He was an undrafted quarterback. And whatever it is, there's a reason why. So can you expect him to go from an undrafted quarterback to take America's team to the Super Bowl 
I think that might be too much. I agree with you 100% because if we take the guy that everybody loves, which is Mr. Tom Brady, who was a six-round draft pick, we talked about this. The one thing about Tom Brady at Michigan, which I hate to say, was he was a winner. winner. He a winner. And no matter who and you And that's a one score. Yes, sir. And with great talent, they will go against it week in, week out. That's right. And not only that, you know like I know, every year... They're going to get another one just in case you go early. They were trying to get find somebody to take his job. Every year, they could not. Now, Tony Romo, different story. Now, all of a sudden, you come in, unheralded rookie. You have a little showing. You end up in Dallas for whatever reason. Uh, and now you get this star thrusted on you. And uh, don't ever think you're ready for that show. Let me say something else to you. I, I, I'm one that I believe, it has a little bit about to do with my education too, but, but I'm, I'm, I believe in body language. means a lot. And I'm telling you, you, I, you can read Tony Romo's body language too many times. When the man does something uh, and, and he's, he's on the sidelines, he he doesn't show a lot of confidence. He got that you look, goofy you, you look. look at you look at Tom Brady. Look. If Tom makes a mistake, Tom threw an interception. He want to blame it on somebody else. You, you knew you should have been. You weren't there. You should have been here. You should have jumped for the ball. You should have took it away. You should have did something. He he mad as hell with everybody. Right. Cousin coaches out because he threw an interception. Tony Romo looking for some place to hide. Right. He looking to see if Jerry's coming down the steps already. See, that's what I'm saying. Show some confidence in yourself, Bingo. man. Bingo. You just hit it. You ain't got you. You have a lack of confidence, and it's like it's almost like you believe, Mr. Romo, that it's just a matter of time that you're gonna do what everybody knows you're gonna do. See, at least Brett Favre, when everybody knew he's gonna throw an interception, Brett Favre at least won a Super Bowl. Okay, and and, and almost got to a couple other Super Bowls, and and, and then they're like, well, you know. This might be the year he goes back to another Super Bowl. He might win another Super Bowl. But see, Tony ain't done that. But how do you, how do you, and, and let me ask you this, because at the highest level that you played at, your owner was not the general manager. In Dallas, Jerry Jones is owner slash general manager. So is, I mean, we're talking about booty holes being real tight all over the place. Now, Jerry Jones came out with the statement, uh, Ray Ellis, that, he thought that the nucleus core group of this team could go far in the playoffs and maybe even win it. Now, obviously, he still has his his his, as they say, uh, everything into Tony Romo and Jason Garrett. But at what point as a general manager, do you step away and go, I I'm not getting this done? Because nowhere in the NFL do you do you can you point at a owner slash GM? Can I say Ursay? Can I say Ursay? Come here, Mr. Ursay. Mr. Ursay said to the Pullen brothers, listen, okay, I know you bought Peyton Manning, you know, we went to the mountaintop, we won the championship, we did it all, but what you did this year can't have it. Does Jim Caldwell keep his job? Jim Caldwell may keep his job because, again, Jim Caldwell wasn't a man. Jim Caldwell's playing with the chips that he's been dealt, okay? These guys are dealing the chips. And the Green Bay Packers showed you yesterday that, listen, there's no way in the world that if Aaron Rodgers, who is the best quarterback today playing the game, is not playing, that we have absolutely no chance of winning a football game. 
that that just should not happen. That that just that should not happen at all. So let me let me talk so to you. Mr. you let me talk to you, Mr. Jones. Sixty-four quality Mr. quarterbacks, Mr. Mr. Jones. Let me Stop go back. The, the comparison is I want to go back to to Mr. Ursay, who had somebody. He ain't gonna fire himself, and he ain't gonna sell his team. He had somebody, a couple heads that could roll. Jerry needs to get a couple heads that, that can, can roll. roll. <laughs> because Jerry ain't going nowhere. Right. Jerry, this is your Good house. Point. Just stay in your house. Good it's point. your house. But get some heads that can roll because you not, you have to hold somebody accountable. You do it. You did everything else. You sustained this as being America's team. Although some people said America's team is now Green Bay now. America's team is the Dallas Cowboys, okay? John Wayne ain't going nowhere. <laughs> He's still alive, okay? But Jerry, come on. This is where the ego comes and Jerry's this is the second time Jerry's ego showed up. It showed up again when him and Jimmy Johnson was when Jimmy was his coach. Him and Jimmy was battling. Jimmy's like uh, Jerry's like, oh, don't make me do it. You know I'll do it. Jimmy said, what you gonna do? Jerry said, don't do it. Don't make me what you gonna do? Okay. Somebody got to go. And it won't be me. And and I own the team. I write your check. Okay. So that's what I'm saying the problem is is the fact that Jerry needs to get somebody whose head he can cut off, chop it, and get him a new start. You, you got your new coach, but you get you need to get you. You're not the GM, Jerry. You got the man. Listen, you got a a billion. You got billions of dollars of business that you need to be taking care of, focused on that. Football is a full time job as a general manager, not a percentage of your time, of your day, of your week, of your month, of your year. It's 365 days, 24-7. And with that, we're going to take a break because they say we got to. I'm hot, man. You're but, hot. But you know we right. We write about it. All over. All right, let's take this break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Got the Spartan with me. That's my man, Ike. Ike, you know, pretty soon Ike going to be doing his own thing. He tied this sidekick thing. <laughs> He'll tell you all about it a little bit later. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLAlumni.org. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, we got some music. It's time to get back to the show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got my man Ike Griffin with me. Ike, we we talk about a little bit of stuff there off the off the air, and 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 let me just close that up. I open that can. Let me close that can, and and, and say that, and you and I agree that that Jerry needs to find him somebody to come in to be his GM. You know, uh, because the man is a billionaire. He's got other assets out there. That he's 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 committed to some time. But you and I believe that a GM for a football team today is a full-time, it's not a part-time gig. Let me say this, man. When I spent my time out in Frisco, it, it, it went like this, okay? Bill Walsh ran the program. No if and buts about it, okay? Then you had a guy by the name of John McVay, who was the GM, who was the man in between the connection between Mr. DiBartolo and Bill Walsh. Now, Bill Walsh on any given day, is probably as cold an individual, uh, God bless his soul, as there could be because he had to keep a separation between player and coach. Now, I'm not talking about him and Joe, him and Roger. Those relationships totally different. But I'm talking about a guy like myself or, you know, number 54, 52, 50, 47 on the roster. Uh, you can get cut at any time still. So in that part, it was still a business. Now, on the other hand, Mr. DiBartolo might walk by you as the owner and start talking about your family. How's everything going at home? He's talking about a whole different aspect of you as a person. Bill Walsh cares about you as the player. Now, Mr. McVeigh, on the other hand, as the general manager, always assessing talent. That particular tandem worked well for the San Francisco 49ers. I go back, if we look at what Jerry's doing. He's a uh, chameleon. It, it, it's tough to be a He's chameleon because at some point, who's the friend to the player? The owner? Because at the same time as the GM, you might have to cut me or the coach, you might have to cut me. There's a lot of, I don't know who's who. You know, and, and I'm glad you bring that up. And that was a great illustration where you... you Painted that picture there, I because I'm a storyteller. I like to paint pictures too, and 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 I will say this: like you, I too, when you saw the man coming, you knew what was coming with the man. Yes. <laughs> and 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 when it's the chameleon, you don't know which one's gonna show up. You know, I, and 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 so you you gotta break it up. Booty hole gets you, tight. You, 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 you don't know. Yeah. So you, yeah, that's exactly right. If one of your boys come by, you know, you, you know the relationship. Somebody else, if the PR guy come by, you know the relationship. You know, somebody from marketing, you know the relationship. When one person come with three hats on, you don't know, am I coming to say goodbye to you today? Uh, you know, I need to see you in the office. Well, even if you was nice to me, I heard you just tell the media last night. <laughs> see, and so, you know, job descriptions need to be clearly defined and need to be separated. And so there need to be three different people doing their thing. You know, I, I, I'll it be works. honest. I remember my exit interview. I'm sitting with Buddy, and, and Buddy said something to me about how much money I made. My thing was him. Like, listen, I'm sorry, but I thought my job was to play and your job was to coach. I didn't know me and you was going to be talking about money. Right. I'm telling you what I told him, man. He told me about how much money. I, I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm a little confused. I thought my job was to play, your job was to coach, and you, t you talking about my money. 
And, which you know, it ain't my money now because y'all done cut me. So I got I got to go get I got to go get my cheese someplace else. I got to go get someplace else. But that but again, I didn't know. I shoot, man, he up there counting my cheese. Man, you know that goes back to my favorite movie. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, come on, the big guys. Uh, when you call it a business, I call it a game. When I call it a game, you call it a business. See, yeah, let me know, man. What page we? Which on? one is it? See, that's the bottom line. It sounds like NCAA, if you ask me. <laughs> you know, that's the bottom line. Big bowl games, making big money. That's all it is. That's big money. But listen, okay, we we we, we talk about a couple of things, and and I and I like to get in here and chop it up with Ike because again, whenever you get somebody else who who been in the trenches and understand that there's some knowledge that needs to be shared with people because they don't always see things the way we see it. And and I I think bottom line is I think a lot of people now they see that. The problem with the Dallas Cowboys is, is Jerry Jones, and Jerry's got to argue with himself, you know, and then he's got to go to the media because as a general manager now, you gotta, you gotta take some blame for assembling this team, and and the lack of success goes to the GM, and unlike we said, they did down there with the Colts, you have nobody to release, so right. you better do things a little bit different. But let, let let let's let's go to the NFL, and of course. The, you know, this being the final week, I, I want to talk a little bit, if you will, the Raiders. Scary. You know, Scary the, the, Raiders. the Raiders. You know, I, I remember my playing days of being in a position where it was all up to us. The man even threw a little extra money out there. That if, if indeed we win, I'm going to give a little extra added incentive there. Might do been, they do that, Ray? Might have been $10,000 or something. they threw a little extra butt out there? Man, they threw that butt out there. And it was slippery when it was wet. And I was like, get that. And we, we So wait, wait, wait. You need to tell me it's, it's fourth quarter, it's, man, it's a minute thirty to go. Man. Am I thinking about the extra fourth butter and, with the wind? I mean, thing go. Yeah, I was what? I was I'm telling you. I mean are you saying I remember Denver, on, I remember chasing Mark Jackson in Denver, man, because he had my man, he had my cheese. You know the book Who Moved My Cheese? He had my cheese. <laughs> I was chasing my cheese down the field. Man, yes. You gotta be thinking about your cheese when it's game. Man, yes. Okay, so I want to know, well, how come the Raiders weren't interested in no cheese, some extra? When the game is on the line like that, you win, you go to playoffs. What are you, you talking about? You go home. The, the, the Giants, Cowboys. Giants, okay, we're going to beat up. We're going to go home. Right, but the Giants. We're going to go home. Eli keeps telling you he is an elite I'm the quarterback. I, mean, I, got, I got the bloodline. I don't know what y'all can't see here. Eli is telling you I'm the man. Uh, now, Jets, how about the Jets? Dolphins, you come up to my house, whoop my butt. Don't Mr. write no check, you can't cash. See, because my man Ryan up there, I think he wrote a check he couldn't cash, and he was he thought his boys could cash the check, but they could. He, but he wrote, he put his name on, he signed it. But check you know. this out. At what point? At what point does it become hollow? In other words, it's nice, Coach. We're going to the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl or bus. But how many players are really believing that because our quarterback really kind of soft. And, and when I look around, all the teams that are advancing in the playoffs, they got these like primo big dog quarterbacks. 
And, and are you, we, you saying Mark we, Sanchez? Is, we don't have a soft? big dog. We, you, you think Sanchez is kind of soft? California soft. Well, here's the thing about Sanchez. I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna go back to Tony Romo again. Body language. Look soft. at look at them two. Soft. Look at those two when they make a mistake. You know, I want I want somebody. Listen, I want somebody like Phil Sims. Phil Sims would tell Bill Parcells, "If you cross this line, I'm I'm gonna whoop it's over." Yes, they did. It was it's, always you, you see, <laughs> cross this line, Bill. And we it's, gonna it's get it on. Yeah, see, when you you gotta have a quarterback like that, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning went down to what's my man's name is his senator, the one who's the president was was one Saturday, just Saturday. Went down and said, "Hey man, I'm calling these plays." That's right. I no, remember. Th- you don't do that. I got this. I got this. And you know he wasn't worried about no getting no butt whooping. We're on the internet. No ass whooping. You can he, say he, it, he, baby. He was ready to open up a can, and I I'm gonna you. I call these plays. I got it. Okay. Do you see that in Tony Romo? Not at all. Do you see that in Mark Sanchez? Nope. Okay. But I do, tell you what I do see. Do you see it in Tom Brady? I tell you what I see with Mark Sanchez. What? Man, Mark liked to buy his team. I'll fly everybody out to L.A. and we'll have the L.A. Jets West Coast. We'll all work out together, be a happy family, and here's what I've learned. Are you talking Jets- about Paul Horney? No, no. Paul Horney. No, no. You, you, you Paul- trying to buy a game? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the same thing that, that Matt Liner tried to do when he was here in Arizona. Ain't gonna work. You cannot buy your team. A leader cannot be placed there. You have to earn that, with, with and they follow you because. Listen, man. Uh, you can't buy a Super Bowl ring, okay? And you can't buy a Super Bowl championship. So that I got my own money. My agent gonna get me. I can buy whatever I want. I don't need you to buy me nothing. Win the game. Win the game. Get some confidence in your game. Get some accuracy. Know the plays. Get some toughness. Stand up to Rex. Come on, do something. That's all I'm saying, man. I, what I'm telling you in these quarterbacks, this body language that they have sometimes, it's like, I don't want them in the foxhole with me. Now, isn't that the same leader? Because when I look at Drew Brees, when I look at Tom Brady, when I look at Cam. Don't they show it? They show it. And, and guess what? They're following them. That, well, see, and that's, and that, and, and again, that's that intangible that you just, you, 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 it's there. You know, it's one of those things, you know it's there, you see it's there, and, and, and the body language, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go back to the body language. Now, everybody says you need to stop, but guess what? Cam. Might be imitating Superman, but there's a lot of people imitating Cam. But check this out. Cam went back because they got a big, they did a little special on him because he's going to be on the, the new magazine coming out. But he said, listen, he calls it popping. He says, he's when, been I, popping. when I pop, I've been popping. He's been you popping. go back and check, he's been popping. I've been popping for a long time. Pop dropping. This hot. just didn't start in pop the NFL. Yeah. I've been ripping and popping for a while. Man, listen, that's confidence. That's what that is. That's that's confidence. And and I'm not saying that the other people don't have the kind of confidence that Cam has. It doesn't display itself. But the top five dogs do. The, you and see I'm it. throwing Cam in the top five oh, right now. I, I, I'm going to tell you what. When you talk about quarterbacks that's in control of their team, that command control of the huddle and lava to let you know, listen, I don't care who it is. Listen, I run this huddle. Man, I'm telling you, I, see I don't it. see it in those two, those two, two big market teams, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Jets. It ain't there. And I'm telling you, I like I'm going to call it Phil Sims. Give me some Phil Sims because he took on the tuna. Well, he, he, he took on the tuna. But now let's go over to your main man, your guy, Tim Tebow. Tim, Tim, got Jesus, Tim got Jesus on his side, man. You can't know. It's way bigger. They don't get it, do they, right? Yeah, it, it, it's hey, way bigger. And we're going to talk about Tim because, see, Tim, listen, Tim still got a platform. All these other guys. Listen, here's the, 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 the fact of the matter is I don't care when you get in or how you get in. Everybody didn't get in. 
he did what he needed to do to get in. So now it's truly one game at a time. You know, the big he, dance. That's the, he, he got a ticket. There's a lot of people who are going to be watching. T- if you want to watch some football, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to watch Tim Tebow. All right, listen, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're not going to skip a break because I need a break because my man, Ike, man, it's, it's hot. He heating it up in here. We got to turn the air on. I got it so hot in the studio. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm Ray Ellis. That's my co-host today, Ike Griffith. The spot. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. All right. Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. This, of course, is the last segment. Uh, I want to give a little bit of time to Tim Tebow. You know, again, Tim, Tim he's got a platform that he needs. Listen, Tim has the person is <laughs> thankful to the Lord because he gave him a platform to share his personal message and his belief and his faith. He's happy about that. Now, on the football field, Tim, the football player, is not real happy with his play. But I will say this. Again, just get to the dance to get another chance. He got to the dance. He has another chance. And here's the thing about it, man. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Steelers are coming into Denver. Yes. Now. They got the home playoff game. Somebody out there, somewhere, got to know the Big Ben got a bad foot, bad ankle. Ankle. Okay, coach, I'm sorry. Um, how much is it if you, uh, it's 15 yards if I go low? Oh, uh, can I, how many, you know, across the, the best, Todd Bell, bless his soul. Todd Bell, Ben Skillings, my guess, our thing was the best way to eliminate a threat is to eliminate it. Get Ben out the game. Just get him out. Now, I'm not telling anybody See, to do that. that's that Ohio State Man, death that's talk. the best way to eliminate the threat that's is to eliminate That's death talk they taught y'all Listen, at Ohio State. Mendenhall just went down. I, running, okay, I'm saying if there's any at any time. So wait, 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 hold on. Let, let me say this now because, you know, my odyssey wasn't like yours. I mean, you firmly entrenched. I went from league to league. Man, NFL, we both have been. We have been. But here's the deal because I, – 
I didn't get that kind of conversation and talk where, you know, you go, we're going to go out and hurt. We go. And when I say that, I'm saying that we respect. But how often for the folks that didn't punch the ticket or wanted to live that dream and had a chance to hear this talk? I mean, how real is that when we sitting around having a cold one or sipping a gin and tonic trying to figure out? Who are we gonna get this week? Okay, now I just, I just, I just had a gin and tonic before I came on the air, right? So I'm not really in my right frame of mind. And you know so what they I, say, so uh, so loose so lips uh. sinks the ship. Okay, so I, 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 I'm just gonna say, man, if you uh, history will show, if you review some films, if you got some people out, listen, the Denver Broncos were notorious. Everybody hated to play Denver Broncos. Defensive linemen hated to play the Denver Broncos. They cut you. They go cut you. And listen, they cutting you. So you know that's your knees, that's your ankles. Something going to get hurt. Okay. You know, back in the day, I, I know a team that plays someplace. If it's an All-American, he's not going to finish the game. Stand him up, chop him down. He, he, he gonna, and, what do you mean stand him up? Hey. You mean, wait, wait, wait. I'm... I'm coming for the whack to take that. You want me to just hold this cat up so what? We can clean Ooh. him up? Hey, check bottom line here. Hey, 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 listen, stand him up. If he a defensive lineman, stand him up. Homeboy, come in from the other side, chop. Stretcher, come get him. He go. So a lot of times when I'm looking at the game, average fan getting into the game, and I'm going, I'm hearing, ah, oh, they're tackling they, bad. They, they're they, not doing it. None of that is they just holding them up. So Well, here's the thing. That, clean that, up? That's, that's some back in the day. The back in the day offensive lineman going to stand you up, and somebody going to come in and chop you down. Take you out. You got. I mean, that's what that's what they did back in the day. You know, head swap. What's going to happen to Ben Roethlisberger then? Well, well, what's going to happen with Ben? Listen, you know, somebody going to. You know, he running from behind. Somebody grab that ankle. The heck with jumping up on the shoulders now. Grab that ankle. That Wait, ankle's hurt. Did you see the before the game, before the Giant game and, and the Dallas game, of course, captains come out. That's right. And did you see all the, the, the Giants trying to shake Tony and Romo's trying hand? Trying to shake it. <laughs> trying to shake it. Tony don't want to shake it. He wouldn't put that in. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Listen, listen, you ain't trying to injure somebody. You want it to hurt a little bit. You don't want to injure, but you, you want to bring some pain. Because, listen, it's obvious when a person is hurt because they display it. They don't even try to. Subconsciously, they ain't trying. They're they, they thinking about it subconsciously that they hurt. And so they're trying to protect it. So if it's the ankle, look how Ben hobbles a little bit when his ankle's hurting. Look how Tony protects the hand when his hand's hurting. You know, you even try to hand the ball off with the, with the wrong hand. Right. You do everything you can. And I saw his hand, at least on my TV screen, it was extremely red. Huge. The inside of it. Huge and red on the inside of it. So there's certain things that you just can't get away from it. But, but see, that back in the day was a part of the game. Was everybody's pain, hurt now, was pain. Though, right? That's, it, 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 this, but everybody's at hurt At this now. time of the season, everybody's yeah. hurt. Everybody's hurt. And the healthiest team may be the team that survives. Okay? It may be a team that wins. You know, uh, shout out to Brian Dawkins out there. His neck is hurting. He, he didn't play last week. You know, again, that's a force out there to be reckoned with when you know Brian Dawkins is looming in the secondary. When he ain't there, wide receivers jump up, catch some passes they might not catch. So we hope Brian can, you know, make his way back on the field. But I think because of injuries, this could be what Tim Tebow's been waiting for. He, he could end up beating Ben Roethlisberger. And first of all, the, can you believe that the Denver Broncos are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers? There's something wrong with that right there. Well, here's the scary part, too, because they had a little little talk with Champ Bailey after the last loss. And, of course, uh, his words were, Tim Tebow is just let him keep getting better. But you said something about body language. Well, you can tell even in the little verbiage that Champ put out there that um, 
they right now are not totally in the Tebow bandwagon. Well, he was. Now, you go back a few games. Now, here's right. the thing about it. You know, everybody's saying you can't give Tebow credit for the wins. I'm not going to agree with that because, you know, what the defense did is the defense put him in a position to win. Then he had to make the plays. The defense have still been consistently putting him in a position. He just hasn't been making the plays. And that's what when they won. Saying. When they won those games, we can't just give it all to the defense because the defense here has been consistent. They put him in a position to win, but the last few games he hasn't delivered like he had those games before. Is the NFL catching up to what Timmy Tebow is doing? Here's the thing about it. I think the young man can still make some plays. what What has to happen is, see, when he made the plays, he was extremely accurate. They made some good catches, but his passing was was accurate it was very and so what he's got to do is you know he ain't gonna be able to run away from all the guys but the passing has to be accurate here's one thing he's doing he's doing a tremendous job of not throwing interceptions but he's doing a terrible job of taking sacks stop taking the sacks throw the ball away that's what you need to do throw get the ball across the line of scrimmage get out the pocket throw the ball away don't turn the ball over throw the ball away if he goes in there with that formula don't take sacks Throw the ball away. Take care of the ball. They'll be in position right at the end of the game. And we just never. That's, it's in Denver, man. I, I've seen some strange things happen in Denver. Is Something it, called it, the fumble. I've seen some strange <laughs> things happen in Denver, man. The fumble. And so I don't Ooh. know. I, you know, you still Tim, sleeping? I mean, do you get your sleep at, man, like this I'm, time of year? Man, do you, do you wake up in cold sweats? Listen, I just think, I, 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 and I mean this honestly, I thank God that I got a chance to play. With Ernest Biner and Kevin Mack, two of the greatest tandems to ever play pro football in the back at the same time, you know, that got me in a position that I could play in the fumble. So I'm honored to say that my man Ernest and, you know, I only mention his name because he fumbled the ball, but he is the reason why we were in a position to win that game. And I'm saying this right now again. Pittsburgh goes in to Denver. They got to play all 60 minutes. Because they got a man on the other side of that ball. That defense keeps him there. He feels like he's destined to win a football game. And talking about confidence, Tim Tebow's got a lot of confidence. But see, that brings me back to that talent thing you brought up. Remember what just happened this past weekend in New York with one Santana Moss and Mark Sanchez. Big reason being, kid only caught 50 passes this year. Finally, he blew up. You take a, 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 a ball player of that magnitude and you have him in Denver with Tim Tebow and, and, and they blowing up on Tim Tebow every week because they're not getting the rock. You almost have to think that that success is coming because they have the no-name receivers who really aren't in a position to say, throw me the damn ball, Timmy. So they have to take it all in stride. I think if you start to bring in those big-name wideouts, all divas, you get a lot of flack and big mouth talk. Well, like I said, characters and character. Big difference. That's my man up there. It is what it is. He is a Buckeye, but there is characters and character. You've been listening to Rail Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Thank my man Ike. Ike, when you coming up, man? Real oh, fast. Oh, coming Friday, man. Coming <laughs> Friday. Hey, Friday. check him out, man. Steel with Megan Steele. You know what we got to do. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time.